0: Welcome to Wit & Wisdom, where each week we bring you articles and podcasts that teach you how to lead a more intentional and fulfilling life. Every two weeks, our subscribers receive a free, deep dive that covers a wide range of topics. They include things like happiness, spirituality, fear, faith, family, psychology, relationships, and of course, the wide range of emotions that tend to get all of us in trouble. As you know, each week on Wit & Wisdom, we start with a question and this week's question is, is your workplace making you miserable? So before you answer that question, let me ask you another question. Do you work from home? If you do work from home, I'm betting that you don't miss the traffic and the dry cleaning bills and all the commuting, the business attire and everything that goes along with it. You love the flexibility and the freedom and you probably also love your day jammies. But the most important question is, are you happy? Now, you have to understand, the reason that I asked that question is due to a recent survey that I read. The survey indicated that employees haven't been this unhappy at work since before the pandemic started, back before we knew what day jammies and Zoom calls were. So let's take a look at the survey. Let's see if we can unpack this together. Prior to the pandemic, we'd all been operating at warp speed. Then, all of a sudden, Everything came to a screeching halt, and the sudden slowdown gave us an opportunity, a chance to pause and to reflect, and it allowed a lot of people to reimagine their lives, their careers, their stress level, and what they really wanted out of life. Many found the unexpected downtime to be eye-opening. People got a chance to see what they were missing in life, and it turns out, well, they were missing a lot. So back in 2021, as the pandemic was starting to lift, people quit. They quit in search of purpose and meaning. Now, here's a spoiler alert. They didn't necessarily find it. In fact, the nation's quit rate reached a 20-year high in November of 2021. And it was labeled by the press as the Great Resignation. I mean, even the GOAT, Tom Brady, quit his job with the New England Patriots. By the end of 2021, 47.4 million people had quit their jobs. As you can imagine, this trend alarmed everyone. Economists, employers, talking heads, politicians, everyone was alarmed. But what was happening? They all struggled to make sense of the mass exodus from the workplace. Where the hell was everybody going? Prior to the pandemic, 60% of employees worked on site. And then the pandemic forced everyone to convert their breakfast table from Snap, Crackle, and Pop to Zoom, Teams, and Meet. Well, as the pandemic lockdown started to lift, employers had an important decision to make. Should they force employees back into the office or continue to embrace the flexible work-from-home philosophy? Most employers worried that their employees would join the Great Resignation if they forced them back into the office. As a result, two years later, only 20% of employees are working on-site, while 29% are fully remote. But once employees started to adjust to the new world order in the post-pandemic world, a new trend emerged. Quiet quitting. That's when people started mentally quitting their jobs while still retaining the paycheck. The idea is to stay at your job and do the bare minimum necessary to keep from getting fired. And yes, to take it even a step further, some people even picked up a second job and worked remotely for two employers at the same time with neither employer aware of the ruse. Believe it or not, it does happen. See, employers thought that letting people work from home would make them more engaged and happier. It didn't. See, the simple truth is that while working from home does make employees happier, it also leads to disengagement and a bit of loneliness. According to Gallup, half of workers aren't engaged on the job and they're putting in a minimal effort just to get by. They report that engagement has a 3.8 times more influence on employee stress than work location. So in a roundabout way, this whole flexible work-from-home thing is actually making people more stressed out, not less. After quiet quitting became mainstream, Bare Minimum Monday emerged in 2023. So what's Bare Minimum Monday? Well, this new trend involves intentionally putting a bare minimum amount of effort into work on Mondays. Just enough effort to keep you from getting fired. Sort of like quiet quitting, but only on Monday. The theory, or at least according to bare minimum Monday advocates, is to ease into the work week, to prioritize your mental health over your professional responsibilities, and to prioritize only those tasks that absolutely must get done on Monday, and you punt everything else to later in the week. The whole concept is based on the premise that your mental energy is finite, that you only have a limited amount of energy to expend and that you must conserve that energy to allow for personal pursuits as if it's a zero-sum game. It isn't. The flaw in this immature theory is that personal and professional growth are often symbiotic. For example, honing my writing skills makes me a better communicator at work. If you want more information on Bare Minimum Monday, just go to TikTok and do a search you'll find three or 4,000 videos on how to effectively execute a Bare Minimum Monday. Back in April of 2020, happiness reached an all-time high. Perhaps it was a wave of gratefulness for having a job, but that was before the Chardonnay and the toilet paper hoarding started. A few months later, the U.S. employment rate skyrocketed to 14.7%. As the lockdowns and isolation set in, overall happiness in the United States crashed. As of today, that overall happiness hasn't come back. In fact, it's bringing about the latest trend, called the great gloom. According to a recent Wall Street Journal poll, only about 22% of parents felt like their children's future lives would be better than their own. Fewer than 3 in 10 respondents expected their current standard of living to improve. See, Gallup has been tracking overall happiness for the last 20 years. And in 2023, across 29 different measurement categories, just 38% of Americans say that they're satisfied with their lives. And despite all this newfound work-from-home flexibility and freedom, and the reduction in the dry-cleaning bills, happiness at work has been declining too. It's dropping 10 times faster than it did in the previous three years. Houston, we have a problem. The simple and undeniable truth about working from home is that it's a lonely existence, especially for extroverts. There's no community or socialization. In a 2022 Glassdoor survey of full-time employees, 33% of respondents said working from home made them lonely. See, there's no impromptu lunches or water cooler talks about the latest Netflix show. No private chit-chats with your manager where he or she can thank you for getting that project completed on time. See, sometimes when you're working from home, the most exciting face-to-face conversation you have is with the UPS man. And he's always in such a big darn hurry. But wait, how come I keep hearing everybody so happy working from home? I thought this is what everybody wanted. And what about the whole work-life balance thingy? Isn't that the virtual nirvana we all dreamed of? Well, maybe. But in the meantime, we've created widespread loneliness and disconnection in exchange for the work-life balance. See, employees who are feeling lonely are more likely to suffer from depression and anxiety, and they also can experience burnout, sleep problems, and substance abuse issues. To combat the great resignation, quiet quitting, and bare minimum Mondays, employers have done backflips, creating programs and perks and packages to keep people happy during an unprecedented time of low unemployment. The simple truth today is, if you lose a worker, it might cost you twice as much to replace them. Yes, by nearly every measure, employees are now in the driver's seat. Perhaps that's the reason why 97% of the 146,000 United Auto Workers just voted to strike. The union is demanding an astounding 46% wage increase. Because, you know, why not? Ford Motor Company countered with a 9% increase. The UAW is demanding a 20% immediate wage increase, followed by four 5% annual wage increases. They're also demanding a defined benefit pension plan for all workers. That's the same kind of pension plan your grandfather retired on in 1973. And to counter the reduced labor needed to produce electric vehicles, they're now demanding a 32-hour work week. That way nobody has to get fired. These kinds of demands are only sought after when union leaders get drunk on power and unemployment is at 3%. See, the issue with remote working isn't a loss of productivity. The issue is the gradual disconnection from the broader mission and purpose of the organization. In fact, that connection is at an all-time low. See, remote workers typically have less access to tools and resources, and they're less concerned about the company's culture, and they often feel a decreased amount of collaboration. All that according to Gallup. So maybe you're thinking, so what? Why do employees have to bleed for the organizational mission? Does it really matter? Well, maybe not, but here's the problem Employees who aren't connected to the mission and purpose typically aren't happy, and unhappy employees typically lead to unhappy customers. As one of my coworkers likes to say, if we take care of our employees, our employees will take care of the clients and the clients will take care of us. But the other issue is that disconnected employees are much more likely to try quiet quitting or bare minimum Mondays. And if you buy into those ideas, you probably already have one foot and maybe even a whole leg out the door. All righty, let's try to summarize what we've learned here today and see if I can bring this conversation to a big finish. First, the pandemic issued in a new era of working from home. Second, the great resignation led to 47.4 million people quitting their job by the end of 2021. That trend and the low unemployment rate put employees in the driver's seat, and they're still driving today. Third, those that didn't bail out started quiet quitting. You know, that's when people start mentally quitting their jobs, but keeping their paychecks. And fourth, in addition to quiet quitting, some people now embrace bare minimum Mondays, Those people do as little as possible on Monday just to keep from getting fired, all in the interest of their mental health. And fifth, we're now in a period called the Great Gloom, as overall happiness in the U.S. has reached record low levels. People just aren't happy, and at least some of that unhappiness is being driven by the loneliness and the disconnection from working from home. You've been listening to Wit & Wisdom with Tom Green. I hope you enjoyed this week's conversation. The good news is, if you come back in two weeks, we'll have another one, and you can tune in. Just remember, you can pick up this podcast on all major podcast platforms, and be sure to tell your friends. We just crossed 17,000 subscribers, and we're looking for 17,000 more. So thanks for tuning in to Wit & Wisdom, and until next time, remember, nothing beats nice.